wonderful thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Science Patrol, your weekly uh, dose of Ultraman goodness. I am your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is Mr. Patrick Kroomey. Say hi, Pat. Hey, everybody. How are you? All right, so we were, uh, it's a beautiful day after a uh, crummy oh, snowstorm. Yeah, got eight inches of snow yesterday. Now we've got a really nice, fairly cloudless day. Yeah, got some little low. Oh, God, it's brass monkeys out there, kids. Yeah, it's bundle awesome. up. Bundle up, it is terrible, and I still have to dig my car out because I'm be fun. lazy. Let's <laughs> face it, I just didn't feel like doing it yesterday. Well, you're gonna have to also shovel your driveway out so you can actually get out of here. Yeah, well, that's I'm not even that's the her car. I gotta take her car out too. Aye, aye, aye. But that's the push broom method, like that's <laughs> done. You know, I don't have to worry too much. And the driveway's not that's not terrible. I can do that in five minutes. Okay. Because really, how much is it as actual driveway? Not a whole lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's just that spot down at the bottom. This is riveting pod, we understand. <laughs> I know, anyway, we're talking about snow. <laughs> what do we do on this podcast, Pat? Kind of waste time with Ultraman. There we go. I like it. <laughs> Get some Ultraman in there, waste a lot of time That's over right. here. So we basically watch a couple episodes of Ultraman, we talk about it, and... Uh, and and make light and make fun and enjoy ourselves because exactly. this, is a, this is a fun show that people should be watching. Um, we watched two episodes today. Uh, the first one being being this site can't be reached apparently according <laughs> to the Ultra Wiki. Great, that would be Terror on Route eighty seven. Yes. Ah uh, yes, and the other one is Break Through the Smoke. Yeah, which not a bad title. The 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 Route eighty seven one. They showed one sign that said Route 87, yeah. and they based the whole episode on that one sign. That's okay. Nah. What? That's where the kid got killed, though. Oh, true, true, and that's why. So, okay. Eh, okay. Spoilers. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> anyway, on terror, terror on Route 87, uh, they get reports that there's animals, because um, the plot, however, is TV. To be determined. Yeah, on here. So yeah. that's not helping. Yeah, it's basically you find a whole lot of animals freaking just out. dead. Oh, no, that's the freaking out one. This it's a zoo which appears to be at the bottom of a mountain which ski would, resort. Yeah, it's got to be a ski resort that they rented out for the day in the middle of summer because what else are you going to do with a ski resort in summer in the sixties? That's right. And other just, than hiking. Yeah. Well. Probably, they, probably not even that so much. Yeah. To, I mean, to be able to rent it out for a full day, yeah. even at summer rates, is going to be somewhat expensive. Yeah. But you got to figure at the bottom of the ski resort, they had a little zoo because they showed all of these random animals that just wouldn't make sense anywhere but but the zoo. zoo. Yeah. And they they get reports that the camels are going crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you would tell camels are sort sort of erratic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they show some stock footage of some animals that they may or may not have shot. At that time, or uh, but they shot. did go to the zoo because they they are, they are scenes at with the, the camels. So I mean, you can kind of figure that they did it all within a relatively short yeah. amount of time. Maybe you guys go do that. Two. We'll shoot some beer right. all over here. We'll get over here. You go over there, and we'll do everything all at once, pretty much. Yeah. So there's been some disturbance. Fuji is visited by a small child who we both mistook for Hoshino. Yes. Um, yes at first, and wondered why he a wasn't in his science patrol uniform, and b didn't look quite right. And then you realize it's not Hoshino, because we find out in the next episode, Hoshino's head is much bigger. Yes. <laughs> um, and he says something about a warning and disappears. Right. And uh, Ito comes in, and he's like, I didn't see a kid in the hallway. And he calls the front desk, and that guy starts yelling at him, because 
God forbid you suggest that maybe somebody got past the guy at the front desk. Yeah, nobody gets past me. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That's right. Um, really? Yeah, okay, no problem. We've all been in hotels. You can walk past the front desk a million times and they barely see you once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe an, an unattended Japanese child in a lumberjack shirt, maybe. 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 <coughs> So, but again, this is the '60s where kids were basically allowed to almost go anywhere. So maybe not. Yeah. Now they would notice. Oh, you'd be like, Where, "Where's your parents, kid?" You know. Oh, they're upstairs. They let me go down to the pool. Oh, okay, no problem. See you yeah. Later. yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, the next thing we find out is this: um, there's a giant griffin statue. Right at the base of the mountain. So they investigate that, and I don't remember how they get to. The orphanage where this kid lived? I think they just went to where... Because they found this griffin statue, and then just amazingly... It, I guess it had to be close enough to the ski resort that the woman just happened to... Yeah, they went for a specific them. reason, though. We went, they went because they're like, oh, yeah, this kid used to live here or, or lives here or something like that. Right, and he just died recently. Yeah, so they, so they go and they find all these pictures of this griffin monster. Um, and then in the pictures of the griffin monster, the woman explains this is how the kid kept him yeah, he, occupied. And, and he, he was, he was, yeah, he was um, that kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, he, he died after... Um, Getting hit by a truck on Route 87. Right. That's how we got the title of our... That's, episode. yes. Hence and then the, the woman title. points out, after all the pictures of the griffin, the picture of the kid. And we realize... Yeah, Fuji's like, oh, that's, I've seen that kid. That's his... So Fuji was obviously... Fit as his, the, 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 a ghost dropped by to see Fuji. Um, apparently visited is not in my English vocabulary. Yeah. It's today. one of those big words. Visited... <laughs> It's like how you can't stop spelling banana when oh, you yeah, start. Yeah, just keep going. B a n a n a n a n a n a n a n a. Yeah, Mississippi is very similar. Exactly. <clears throat> so too many letters. Yes. So um, we have uh, you know, uh, and they tell of they. This is at the point where we think the uh, beast is named Hydra. Right. That's how we find out because the we think so anyway because we were we were busy discussing everything else, else with my wife. Um, because God forbid a professional podcast stop stop what we're watching. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yeah, no. Why? Why would this? you do that? <laughs> All right. So now, mind you, Hydra is a Griffin. I don't know why they just didn't call him Griffin. No, no particular reason. Yeah, it's basically because that's what the kid called it. That's fine. So they went with, oh, that's what its name must be. Yeah. Also surprised that they didn't try to name it Merv. Yeah, yeah. Like just because it, it took me a solid two minutes like, to get that one, <laughs> and then they're talking to was it this the, the one where they're talking to the major d of the hotel, and they say, "Well, have you had recent earth?" No, that's the next one. That's the next one. Yeah. Uh, okay. These are both very similar sort of episodes. outdoorsy episodes. Yeah, they really are. So, uh, so um, the Griffin starts. Um, comes alive, breaks out of the mountain, and starts attacking trucks on the highway. Yeah, for no particular reason. Until you find out, oh, that's how the kid died. He was hit by a truck. Well, that's at the very, very end of the episode is how they inform that one. Well, yeah, but the, the, they put it together like, oh, that's why the monster's attacking trucks. Maybe yes. Because he's, you know, he's defending this kid. So, um, 
um, oh gosh, which one is it? It's not Hayata. It's not Ito. It's um, no, it's just random kid. No, no, I don't mean the kid. I mean the um, the science patrol member. The one he's the stocky one, Arashi. Thank Arashi. you. So Arashi <laughs> gets in a, a fuel truck and uh, a fuel baits truck. the monster. No, oh, no, no, it's, it's a, fuel a fuel truck. truck. Yeah, a fuel truck. That's right. Because right, right. don't 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 make any mistake. The food truck explodes when kicked off the highway. Right. But when Arashi ditches the truck as the he's driving towards truck. the Griffin, and then the Griffin picks it up. And they shoot it with the the, the, yeah, big, the ray big ray gun. Yeah, the big ray. Yeah, the the bazooka. And then the thing it. explodes, and you see the little red dot on his yeah. chest. So he's bleeding. He showed some blood. Yeah. Then um, they they attack uh, with the uh, VTOL and the wedgie sort of craft. Right. At the same time, shooting the thing to bloody smithereens, which does almost nothing. Right. And then the monster knocks the uh, the wedge, the delta wing, out of the sky. They crash. And Hayata is injured. Yes. So while he is being tended to in triage, Arashi goes off. And the minute he sneaks away, Hayata gets up, runs into, right. the, runs into the shrubbery and becomes Ultraman. Becomes Ultraman. That's exactly how. And you're sitting there. Nobody's going to notice this guy with a sling on his arm just walking away from a tent. That in an been... orange jumpsuit. Exactly. Orange. I think I need to remind you he's also wearing an orange, orange jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Nobody notices at all. So... Um, he becomes Ultraman and starts fighting uh, the, uh, the Hydra, and he's clearly outmatched. Oh, absolutely. This thing is very much stronger than he is. The wings kind of beat him up all the time. He's basically trying to avoid getting pecked by what is very much a bird beak. Yeah, and the two it, horns on his really head. really getting him badly. Great, great monster, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Great, absolutely. great monster. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the flying is accomplished funny because he's... Flaps like a maniac for a minute, and then takes off. Like right. he's like, and then takes off, and then the wings never move again. Yeah, no, no, no. Then he goes, it's all gliding from there yeah. out. <laughs> because, uh, and I, I said the same thing. It's okay. The guy in the suit is moving <laughs> the wings as they're trying to take off. Yeah. And then they use a miniature to fly it around. Yeah. Because that would be a lot of work. And or an empty really suit, look- one or the other. No, I think they the do miniature. that sometimes, but yeah, it's it probably not much like the yeah. miniature. But then uh, when Ultra. I forget how Ultraman actually beat the thing. He doesn't. He lets it go. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because the monster has exacted enough revenge, I guess. Um, yeah, that, that was never quite clear. Because no. Ultraman was about to... He tried to him. The, the monster, monster jumps flew it. out yeah. of the way. And then he was about to him again when we saw the ghost of the kid on the back of the Griffin Hydra, whatever you want to yeah. call the thing. And he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't shoot it. Yeah. And the thing just kind of flies away. Right. And everybody's like, oh, he let him go because of the kid. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay, fine. You sit there going, um, <coughs> that doesn't really happen any other time, but okay. Yeah, I think this may be the first time Ultraman has let a monster go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And that's how we get the wrap-up at the end, is this monster is protecting all kids from all truck accidents on yeah. all roads. Yeah, he's the guardian of children on tr- for truck accidents. You go, you, you kind of wonder what? how often that happens, but okay. Apparently enough not? that we need a 60-foot monster <laughs> to take care of it. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Sadly, this is the monster's first and only appearance. Really? Yeah. I think it's a good monster. It was a decent monster. I, give him, I mean, 
to build a decent sized griffin, and I, I figured it out right away, you know, because I know enough about mythology that, oh, there's a griffin. Yeah. Uh, it's probably our monster. Yeah. It's and a, just, yeah. Not a bad monster. And a statue, too. That's, that's, yeah. Unless that statue was there. No, they had to build that. Now, that, yeah. that's where I figured that they used the miniature that in the bottom of this alpine thing, they showed the miniature griffin statue. <coughs> and, sorry about my coughing, guys. They seem to be stuck having this. Yeah. And what looked to me like a miniature pyramid, but Rich seems to think <laughs> that was probably there. No, we saw it at the end. They're like walking away from the plaza, and it doesn't look like a composite shot. It just looks like they shot it from the top of a hill. Maybe. There's a, maybe. There's a, the building. There's the griffin. There's this pyramid. It would make sense if it was like some sort of, um, like, themed ski I, resort, maybe. You know Again, what? it could they be a Luxor theme resort. Theme you know, resort know. in Japan. Sure, okay, we'll go that. They way. had an Ultraman theme park, Pat. Why not? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you're okay. okay. <laughs> I gotta buy it. You gotta okay. get the punters in the door somehow. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for our Hydra Monster Minute. Um, and uh, let's see, Hydra or Hidora, as he was in Japanese. Japanese was a supernatural kaiju that apparently was awakened by the soul of a child who was killed by a careless driver. It attacked several motorists before being countered by the Science Patrol and Ultraman. The kaiju was, however, allowed to escape. However, its whereabouts are currently unknown. Right. It just kind of went away and, we, yeah. like you said, we probably don't see it again. 60 meters tall. Yeah. There is no status for weight. Well, it's got to be heavier than Ultraman at his big... It's got to be fairly heavy, yeah. Because yeah, it think, was pushing right? him around like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Now, of course, there's a complete breakdown of the episode here. Good job, guys. This is... I thought you said it was to be TBA. Yeah, but on the monster... On his monster page, there's a... Oh, you played Yeah, why? Uh, mm. Why would we not know this? <laughs> <sighs> Fair pretty. enough. That's beautiful. Beautiful. All right, let's go for some trivia here. Suit actor is Teruo Arakagi. He is named after the famous monster in Greek mythology. He does right. not remember to resemble a hydra at all. No, not at all. He resembles a griffin. Um, oh, hey, look at this. Hydra suit would later be reused and heavily modified into Gygus. We'll see all that right, at some point later. In the English dub version, Hayata says that hydra could be a prehistoric monster that's lived in Japan for millions of years. Because why not? Sure. Why would things not just live and nobody notice? Why not? Now, uh, in Ultraman Ginga, Hydra appears alongside King Pandan, Alien Temper, and Gomez in the Dark Spark War. So we do see him again. Apparently, okay. he's only, it's his only appearance in the original series. He's a rare monster, obviously. Yes. Fair enough. Thanks to the wings on his back, of course, Hydra is capable of flight at high speeds, and he can shoot flames from his mouth. Yes. We did see that. Yes, that was nice. Just so, one flame shot, but we did see it. Yeah, so what's our opinion of this episode? Well, the, the problem I'm having now, and it's my own. <laughs> Just now? Well, no. But these two do seem to blend together yes. into each other because they're both outside. They're both like weird-looking monsters. And mountain. And very, They both very take mountain. place on mountains. Exactly. So the, the, they do blend together, but like I maybe, said... Maybe, maybe... They were shot basically around the same time. They were like, look, we're going out and we're doing two episodes at once around this ski lodge. Yeah, because it, I mean. Because we can work nice, two mountain episodes Two different together. mountain episodes yeah. in, the same epi in the same thing. Yeah. Which does make a lot of sense. All you really have to do is. Save some budget. Exactly. 
you know, you rent the place for three days instead of two. <laughs> you get two days worth of filming out of it. And there is, there is uh, in the next episode, that scene where the monster does go on a piece of highway. Yes. So they're yes. like, oh, look, we can recycle a set. Exactly, exactly. You can see on these two where they did kind of blur a lot of different things. So yeah, maybe not, it's not just me, but yeah, yeah. it might just Not be. a lot of, no, I was having trouble too. Not a lot of city destruction on this. They, he destroys a ski lift and... Uh, Maybe that's it. That's about it. Really. Yeah, just and, and a lot of cars, a lot of trucks. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. yes, he does. Because that's his blow whole up a fair thing is to blow trucks up because he, the kid died, and he's the protector of all children. That's right. All trucks. <laughs> now I don't know about Japan in the sixties. Maybe it's a common occurrence that a lot of kids are getting hit by trucks in the middle of Japan. Could be. Uh, that's the only thing I can go on. Unless it's just trying to protect this one kid and it just doesn't know which truck to get. Doesn't the one kid doesn't? Isn't there somebody else who's complaining about traffic? Oh no, that's a Gamera movie where the kids are all concerned about traffic yeah. accidents. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe. they're experiencing maybe large yeah. traffic growth and gridlock and whatnot. Yeah, I mean that's what we gotta go on. Pedestrian accidents. But we're like not said, sure. The the title of this one, they only show one sign that says Rudy. it's Route 87, and to really title it off of one sign. I get it. They have so to, maybe it all took place on Route 87. No, I, I got yeah. that. I'm good there. Yeah. But to name the whole episode after the route that you're only showing once just to make sure you get the route in there. Yeah. A little off-putting to me, but yeah. all right, I'll buy it. Yeah. They, you know, maybe that's a well-known route. Deadly Highway or something. See, like lots there of you go. Yeah. There you go. Way yeah. to bring it back to reality. Like where we live in New Jersey, Route 287 is a, a crapshoot on the best of days. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I guess it's well known for us, but yeah. people that were, aren't here wouldn't know what that meant. Yeah. So we got to go with it's the same kind of deal over yeah. there. Okay. So today, today it might be good because it's going to freeze up and get black ice later. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> Love night shift. Uh, um, yeah. Well, second shift. It's not. I don't. I don't. I don't oh, relish. I don't relish the people who come in after me and then come in when it's dark and leave when it's kind of dark too. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. before the sun goes up. Ugh. All right, guys, we're going to be back in a minute with some more Ultraman and more Science Patrol uh, right after this. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Science Patrol. We're going to go into our next uh, episode that we watched, which is called Break Through the Wall of Smoke. Uh, or break through the smoke. Yeah, yeah, Originally, it's called breach the wall of smoke. Legitimately, uh, literally translated. Oh, okay. The Japanese. Well, oh, gotcha. Yes. Uh, that is, of course, Ultraman episode twenty-one. So we are twenty-one episodes into a thirty-nine episode run. Not too bad. Oh, okay. So we're yeah. basically at episode ten-ish or eleven-ish because we yeah, had the yeah, one yeah, special yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay. And enough. we also did the first episode, which was just one episode. Right. Just yeah. one episode. So okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't announce. I didn't have him announce the. Uh, episode number at the beginning only because I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> We're not I'm going more. No, I'll admit it. I know what I'm doing. It's okay. Yeah. So, with Breach the Wall, uh, Break Through the Smoke, we have uh, dozens of birds are found dead by this kid in what looks to be like a military school uniform. Well, you got to figure it's just a school uniform because it is Japan. Yeah, but and it's awfully fancy. Well, no, it's it's thingies and then no, no, it's just a school uniform. All right, I'll buy it. Because you just you got to figure they're all dressed in uniforms. Yeah, because it's Japan. That's right. So it's just a school uniform. Yeah, I wouldn't really say military, but 
all right, fair enough. <laughs> so um, he finds a bunch of, he's walking through the, walking outside, reading his uh, workbook, trying to memorize some stuff. Yeah, memorize his homework or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, he's doing it out, that, doing, getting his vitamin D, walking around, and uh, sees a bunch of dead pigeons. And, and starts does just what, picking them yeah, up. Yeah, it does what any of us would do. It just starts grabbing random sky rats and yeah. <laughs> just gets a big bushel of them. And, I mean, I was sitting there thinking, you know, me personally, <laughs> no. I am going the other way from the dead pigeons and not picking them up. Yeah. But who am I? I could say? report it to the authorities and say, hey, if you check this particular spot, there happens to be a passel of dead birds. Um, smash cut to a pile of dead birds. Yes. On a guy's desk. That he that this, that kid, this brought kid brought to the and the first thing they think is obviously, well, you must have hit the birds yeah, with your you slingshot. Hit, yeah, did you do this? And he, no, no, I found a bunch of dead birds and this and that. And they still don't believe him that he didn't do it or that it wasn't done by some other kid with rocks. Right. And then some guy with a really flat head asks, like uh, says, well, you know, there's a rock that can emit toxic gas. And the guy says, well, it's like volcanoes. and Yeah. Okay, fine. And then he says, you're sure this wasn't done, like, maybe maliciously? And the kid goes, I have no idea. Yeah, like, I don't really know. I'm a kid. I'm 10 <laughs> years old or 12 years old. I'm doing my due diligence telling you that there's something killing a bunch of birds up here. That's all I have to do. Yeah, that's all I've got, all right? Like, you know, don't drag me into your, your ridiculousness. And then we cut to four women who have decided to take a picnic on, on a hilltop. A hill. Sure. For no particular reason. Well, why wouldn't you? It's nice. It's a nice hill. It's a nice like day. It's, there's there's some wild flowers. They're going on a little hike. Right. And then two of them, you know, three quarters of the way up say, you know what? We're tired. And hungry. And hungry. We're going to stop. And the other two take the picnic basket <laughs> with the food <laughs> to the top of the mountain. You All right. Well, you're going to stay here and be well rested and hungry by the time we get back. <laughs> so they're eating an apple. They get to the top. There's a there's a um, pond in the crater, right? Which because this right. is this was a one time active volcano, right? Right. And um, they drop the apple into the pond that's in this crater. Yeah. And it just bubbles. Yeah. Like the n not just a normal little bloop. It bloops and yeah. then bloop. Yeah. Bloop. yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That's that's good space work. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. You people are getting quality pod. So, uh, can you believe this is free? Who the thunk it? That's right. Worth twice the price. Um, so, Fergus, you cannot come up on the table. We are recording. It's true. It's true. Go play with Pat. All right. So. And then after the yeah. apple starts bubbling, we get the noxious gas right. from the water. Come on. Come on up. Come on. I'll hold you. Okay. So. Then, uh, sure enough, the ladies are picnicking, the gas comes down, and they see the monster. The monster's name is Kemular, and... Uh, so, like a chemical... Like Bemular, but with a K. Ah, oh, <laughs> I see, I thought it was a CH. I, I think it probably is. <laughs> but, uh, so, now, Fuji and, and uh, Hoshino go out uh, because Arashi insists that... This is an investigation, or no, Ito does. This is an investigation for a girl. It's a fairy tale. Right, and then as soon as she says, well, I'll go, they all have to fight over whether or not she can go on her own. Yeah. And she says, I'm a full member of the Science Patrol. I can do this. Yeah. So they let her you go. You guys get bent. Exactly. Yeah, so she goes, and they're like, just be extra careful, you know, because you're a girl. Because you're a girl. So she goes, Hoshino is under a convenient blanket right. in the cockpit of the ship. 
Because yeah. we all have blankets <laughs> in our rocket that we've never used yeah. before. Yeah, there's just a there's just a Afghan <laughs> that on the passenger it. seat or I'm sorry, co-pilot seat of the VTOL. That and nobody's it, ever noticed. Or no, it's the actually it's the Delta Wing because we remark of how it lands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. puts the landing lights on and the Delta Wing stops in midair, tilts all the way back. Right, straight vertically. Go straight, straight down, down and, then, and then lands gently on ver- on the horizontal again. Right, yeah. And, and you Pat sit was there like, going, I don't buy that. Yeah, I'm not buying that. I one. told him it was the parking brake. That's <laughs> what it was. And then you got to go, all right, <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> we're, you know what? We're asked to buy so much, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they get overcome with smoke. Right. And I, Fairly quickly. I first right away said... Doesn't this plane have some sort of cabin filter? Cabin filter at all? But obviously it doesn't because that would yeah. not be exciting. And they didn't put their their special visors down like they do two episodes ago. Right, right. Brother from another planet. They didn't get to it quickly like, enough. Okay, I'll they, buy that. They said actually that they were just about to when they got knocked off. All right, fair enough. So, um, and then they try to contact Hoshino. They can't, and of course, what do they all do? They scramble. All get in one plane and all go together. They take the VTOL out, and of course, they get stuck in the, the fog. Car. Yeah, they can't see anything. Um, as uh, at this point, Ken Miller starts walking towards the Science Patrol's uh, V-wing ship, the, yes. the Delta Wing. Yes. And uh, Hoshina wakes up, and the captain talks him through a launch sequence. Yes, on it's how to actually very very tight. Dramatic, yeah. Like I mean, the monster's coming. You can they, see him through the windscreen. They do, you know, like you hear something. The kid does it. Hear something else. The kid does something else, and the monster's slowly coming along. It is the kid. longest launch sequence. All right, now we need you to turn on the gas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now adjust the throttle. Okay, yeah, exactly. There are six levers. They must be turned a quarter of an inch. All right. <laughs> now that this kid's throwing switches like a madman, and exactly. you're like, how? How? It's like. And none of them are labeled, no. which is something that Rich pointed out. You know, in a Batman show, you would have had the bat oxygen and the yeah. bat this and the bat. Yeah. Nothing There's is nothing. labeled. There is nothing. And it's this all. kid just knows which button you mean because yeah. you told him which button you meant. He's wearing the suit. He, he, he must, must know. Yeah, he must know. Just maybe he panicked. Okay, great. Um, so they, they blast off um, the science drill attacks him with the, the gamma rockets and whatnot. Uh, and then, of course, um, he advances towards one of the cities. Yes, as, as Ito works on a uh, counterattack. Yes, and he on this city, the, these buildings weren't built as well as all of the other buildings right. we've seen because they had a lot of buildings. There was to break. a lot of stuff getting blown so he up. broke a lot of stuff, but it didn't look as realistic as yeah. all the other. Yeah, you know, when they break one individual building, they can time. Take the time to make the building look yep. officially like a building. These buildings, they didn't even try. They had four walls and a cover. A couple of floors in them, maybe. No, not even. If you got not lucky. Even. If you got lucky, yeah. there might have been one, but not a lot. And Plenty of gas lines. Though. A lot of gas lines. <laughs> as soon as he broke anything, poof, there was a fire. Walk the other way, poof, there's another fire. Yep. Um, which is pretty great. The military, yeah. of course, gets there and... Uh, Loads up a bunch of tanks and howitzers. Right, and, and just uh, shoots at the bloody thing. And, of course, he just uses energy beams uh, that right. come he, from his tail. Right, he's got on like a the turtle scorpion thing, tail. his shell is actually separatable. 
right. to make it look like wings. And then from the back, you can see a tail with two prongs that shoots electricity somehow. Right. Because he's a monster. That's well, of course. What was so, I thinking? Um, but they also show, at this point, as you're looking at the back of this monster, a little red glowy thing that I noticed. Yeah, which didn't. didn't see it. And I'm like, that's probably his weak point, I'm going to guess now, because it would be under the shell when the shell is yeah. down. Yep. yep. And Rich is like, well, we'll see. That makes sense. Um, what was great is once the howitzer started firing at him, the special effects barrage of crap oh. that this poor suit actor has to put up with. <laughs> Holy yeah, he moly. He really did have to put up with a this lot. This guy of earned so. his pay and, <laughs> and then how so. that day. You got to figure it was more than just one day of this because it's a <laughs> lot of crap that they threw at him. Yeah. And the poor guy that had to do it is like, do I have to do it again today? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, that's just, they, they shot everything they could. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Lots um, of stuff. So, uh, you know, the monster goes through the city, starts rampaging. Hayata's plane is then blown from the sky. And as he falls, he transforms into Ultraman. Yeah, of course. Yeah. As he's falling, he yeah. just pulls out his bead capsule, points it down. Because yeah. normally it's up. Yeah, well, points it down. do what you can do. Exactly. And becomes Ultraman and flies away. My favorite thing is, what if... <laughs> I would have loved if he just transformed into Ultraman and fell on him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been more... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Fergus sees his new friend, Bullet. That's why he wants to come oh, up here. Okay. I'm sorry, Fergus. You cannot. You can't go. Oh, maybe okay. Mommy will take you out. She won't, but I know maybe she will. No, it's too icy out. Come on. Stand. Get down. Get down. Folks, I'm fighting with a Yorkie poop. <laughs> go. All of 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> all right. For a dog, it doesn't shed. He just put hair all over the place. All right, so he holds off the hero with the smoke. Um, right. The specium and ray doesn't do a dang thing. Doesn't do anything. Nope. Which is amazing. Right. And then they somehow yell at Ultraman, just hold the monster up. Yeah. And they have this brand new gun that we've never seen. Which is a super before. huge bazooka that requires yeah. two people to operate. Exactly. And it has a little rocket on the that they can kind of they put into put the it bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically all Ultraman does is pick the monster up, turn him... And they shoot at the weak point. Yep, and they hit it because they're the science patrol. There you are, the science Thank patrol, you. obviously. <laughs> um, and this monster does take a good while to die. And doesn't really die because he crawls back into <laughs> See, once he explodes in the volcano. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> dead. Probably dead. But they don't show him no, dying. No. A lot of the other monsters, they actually show dying. This one, they show getting weaker and weaker and crawls into the volcano and then kind of an explosion. So My guess is they probably had to reuse the suit for something. Yeah, you gotta figure. You gotta figure. Yeah. And he doesn't die like that one that horribly were just twitching and... <laughs> no! God. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we're gonna do our monster minute now, and Kemular is, uh, again, from planet Earth. Let's see, he's 35 meters tall, and he weighs 10,000 tons. Fairly light for a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was kind of a smallish monster. Yeah. yeah you got to give him. I mean, the suit actor <clears throat> on this one, like you said, had to all crawl around on all fours. And the only time he actually got the stand is when Ultraman <laughs> held him up. Yeah. Upright. Yeah. Which is, you got to figure annoying. But who am I to say? Um, Kevin's mouth was originally supposed to open horizontally like an insect mandible. Okay. Okay. That's neat. I could see that. The appendages on his back were later used to create the back of Zeton's suit. So we'll see that. 
eventually. Later. His roar would later be used by Toho for Hedera, the smog monster. Don't remember that one. Um, oddly enough, both monsters were of toxic pollution-based stuff. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Fair enough. Good enough. Mm. Um, in the film Terror of Mechagodzilla, one of Dr. Mafuni's anatomical drawings of dinosaurs is Kemular. That's pretty great. See, that you didn't really have to look into, because I've seen <coughs> Mechagodzilla before, but I yeah. don't remember that particular picture, obviously. Yeah, that's great. He also makes a flashback cameo appearance in relation to the monster graveyard by the Sparkdoll troop in New Ultraman Retsudan, episode 27. How do you like them apples? There you go. Yeah, that's getting way, way far oh, from God, where yes. we are now. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> we got plenty to get to. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, of course, uh, poison gas. He's got dark gray poisonous gas from his mouth, which was great because, like, his mouth would open and you'd see a couple of weird flashes, like red flashes. Right. And, then, and then, uh, yeah. black cloud would come right out. Yeah, it was great. Uh, he has an energy bolt from the yellow energy. Uh, he's got a yellow energy bolt from the uh, tip on his tail, which right. is uh, like a forked little scorpion, scorpion tail. Scorpion tail, yeah. Get it he's got an exoskeleton, and he can burrow at moderate speed. I didn't. We didn't notice him burrowing. No, but this is according to what's in his official stats. Gotcha. Okay, <clears throat> fair enough. And uh, of course, oh, that's supposed to be his brain on the back. Really? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that it's his brain because, I mean, in most animals, the brain is in the head. I don't see why in this but one... The brain dinosaurs be... did have a hind brain. Like big ones, like brontosauri and whatnot. I realize that's not the actual... Brontosauruses? Brachiopods. No, that's not right either. Yeah, that's right. No, I think brachiopods was a smaller thing. Oh, God. Anyway. Big four... Footed dinosaurs. I did not realize that they Damage. had a rear brain. I yeah. thought it was always in the head. This is from what I understand is that there was a rear brain in the hindquarter area to help transmit signals from the actual brain because it was such so just a, a huge a, distance. Just a mass, not an actual brain brain, but just a mass of extra nerves like, to help. Yeah, you know, like a, an assistant brain. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Bring two dogs. You know, I'll, I'll, them up. I'll buy sure. that then. Sure. I'll I'll go with that. Yeah, that works for me. So what, what do we think of this one? <laughs> not bad. I like this one. Um, yeah. The, the big monster fan of fight this one. was good. <clears throat> the 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 smoke that he put out was a very very good effect. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the foghorn sound effect. <laughs> and the fact that the on this one, the Science Patrol, instead of putting their normal mask down, they had this little face They're mask. like a surgical mask. A surgical mask. Yeah. A big surgical mask kind of deal that we haven't seen before. No. Oh, we also saw the return of the TITAC alarm. Yes, yes, yes. When we found out that we were in this fog, we and saw the TITAC go off, and then we know, oh, we have a problem. This is poison gas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's neat, yeah. And we did get to see Hoshino, our lovely young lady, go and try to do something. No, wait, Hoshino's not a young lady. Which yeah, one is that? That's Fuji. Fuji. I always get it mixed up. We need we to see print you a crib sheet. really do. I'm not that <laughs> Fuji, go and actually get to be a full member of the science yeah. control. Even though she gets the kid to tag along. Yeah. But she's a full member of the Science Patrol, who then instantly gets knocked out with a poisonous gas. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that is a problem. But she does get to be a full yeah. member. I would have liked it if she could have gotten in on some... Uh, At least some, some like, shots actions or something. Or yeah, which but, it does from time to time, but I'd yet. still like to see it. Well, we saw her fight... Uh, 
What the hell was it? She's been in with the you know she's the been, guy shooting ray right, guns. She's whatnot. been behind everybody and she shot a ray gun, but this yeah. is the first time we get to see her go so, like, so by herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, a, so she's now you can say, Oh wait, she is actually a full member and not just our pretty girl in the yeah, background. Yeah, exactly. Now, even though she does get smoked out instantly, yeah. she did go by herself. That's right. So that's, right. that's a step in the right direction right. for feminine rights. Women's live in the sixties. <laughs> Hey, guess what? We hired a kid. You don't have to make the coffee anymore. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to do that. That's terrific. And then the, the showing of the monster after he got hit in what we'll call brain 2.0. Yeah, sure. As it slowly dies and crawls back. Or in, butt brain. Butt brain. I like even butt brain. <laughs> butt brain's nice. As it crawls back into its little lair is a nice shot because the species rate didn't do anything. Anything to this monster? No, just the nothing. Yeah, not even. Not even so we don't it. see that. We don't see that. Um, you know that that we see that the Ultraman does sort of depend on the Science Patrol sometimes. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, we're in this together. I can't actually do everything right now. Right. You got. I can't kill this monster, but since now you told me what to do, I you can help me out in killing him. That's right. And they 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 it's basically what they do. They don't know that this thing's going to work. Yeah. Why not give it a shot? Yeah. And then they see the red, little red glowy butt brain and obviously hit it on the first shot because you'll sure. get one well, shot. Well, they only made one shell. Exactly. That seems exactly. to be Ito's one problem. Like, we have one shot at this. <laughs> Why? Wait, can't you make two things? <laughs> I mean, it took this long to make one. Obviously, just make more. Just, I mean, unless you're using some sort of berserk, random, rare element, maybe. Nah, doubt it. Maybe. Doubt it. No, it just seems to be just explosive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I like this episode a lot. The city, a lot of good city destruction. Good city destruction. Good monster fighting. Yes, yes. Yeah, we had two really good... Monster like, fights. Duke them out monster and fights. At, at least on this one, they didn't show Ultraman getting weak instantly. It took a... Did, they never even showed the Titan. Oh, the, I the, don't know if his color timer went off during the, during the fog. I think it may have. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think you so. You're right. So. He showed he showed that he couldn't breathe the fog. Yeah, which I was a little concerned with. I really like how the suit actor conveys like like um, emotion and yeah, yeah. That his he really physical acting is, is exceptional. Yeah, you got to give him that. You know what Ultraman's going through. Ben right. Faria is. Um, I really want to meet him, and he comes over for conventions a lot. Does he really? Uh, oh, you yeah. have to try that. Yeah, I, he may be at Monster Mania in, uh, in Cherry Hill this year, maybe. Okay. Why not? Let's see. But, um, yeah, I would like to meet him, and uh, he apparently will, you know, do the pose with you. And oh, really? Oh, yeah. There Come you on, go. Why, wouldn't oh, why not? Yeah, you're why wouldn't you got to do the Ultraman pose, I guess. And he will correct you if you're doing it incorrectly, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> if you're going to get corrected, have it done by him. By the actual Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, thought I enjoyed that very much. So, uh, just a little bit of news, guys. Um, Toku, which is a channel on Olympusat Incorporated, um, which has got to be some sort of satellite television, I, I would assume, um, announced on Tuesday, uh, that would be last Tuesday, uh, that is going to premiere Ultraman Max with an English dub in the United States on February 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. And, of course, we don't have that channel. No, of course we don't, but we'll, <laughs> we'll figure out a way to get it. Um, 
Perfectly legally, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, Ultraman Max ran in Japan from 2005 to 2006. Okay. Crunchyroll has it. <clears throat> all 39 episodes streaming in Japanese with English subtitles. That's not terrible. No, I would absolutely watch it that way. Um, it is apparently a return to the franchise's roots, featuring new enemies in each episode and okay. cameos from earlier. Um, fair enough. Earlier, earlier series monsters. and, and uh, Kaiju. Okay, fair enough. Um, and they confirmed that it does have, they are doing all 39 episodes. Oh, very cool. Yeah, okay. we don't know who's doing the dub. It may be the same people who, uh, William Winkler Productions, who did the two movies. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, no update as to whether they're going to be any closer to us yet. In what way? The two movies. Whether, oh, whether uh, we're well, going to stop to drive out to bloody Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, or not. So, we'll, we'll see. figure that out. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. But, uh, yeah, so that's basically it for this episode of the Science Patrol. So, once again... We say farewell from the Science Patrol Auxiliary Headquarters in All of a sudden, beautiful Central. <laughs> yes. Why? Because we like you. Exactly. So come on, tune in, uh, pick us up on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Go to our Facebook group. Just search Ultraman Podcast on Facebook. Um, UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com won't get you anywhere. Um, UltramanPodcast.tumblr.com. And terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com for our fine, fine the house band, if you will exactly. Terminal Sunburn, throw them some shekels it'll be a good thing and uh, coming soon will be a way for you to throw us some shekels, more news as it comes, it couldn't hurt, let's face it it's not while this is free for you it's not free for us, it isn't an exorbitant amount of money, but hey there is money involved, a little bit wouldn't hurt it ain't gonna kill us, is what I'm saying exactly. but hey, why not so anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford, Science Patrol. Take care. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.